This, 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 this is mythical. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Best Friends Back All Right, the show where two high school best friends try the best friend thing again. I'm Stevie Wynn Levine. And I'm Nagin Homoyfad. And today we're going to be talking about sex, <gasps> no. relationships. And this is high school, so boys, ew. <laughs> <laughs> ew. Hey, how's it going? Hi. I've missed being next to you. I'm just like watching you through this Zoom, and it's just. A little bit different. It's just not the same. Yeah. It's true. It's literally not the same. <laughs> how was your how was your week? What have you been up to? Week was pretty good. It's um the weather is fantastic here, which has meant that Zach and I have a new morning routine. Like going outdoors? Yeah, we go outdoors. So we have been going on a early morning walk every day with our dog Kishmish. And that which has just been amazing, just to go out to the park walk, Kishmish is off leash, no one is there. Mm. It's fantastic. And then we come home, we drop Kishmish off, and then we both go to the gym together. Oh. It's really great. Oh, that sounds so healthy. Everything about that. (laughs) (laughs) Why is there no one else at the park? I was going to ask you if you've ingrained yourself into that, like, weird-ass, like, early morning healthy people situation, but, like, no one else in Atlanta is doing that. (laughs) Is doing that. Well, it's it's also a new park. So I don't think everybody knows about it yet. Oh, okay. It's on yeah. the up and up. Got it. It's on the up and up. We are early adopters. But <laughs> we go to the gym and also not a ton of people there. But new gym. <laughs> it's also a new gym, new building. <laughs> I feel like you can you can tell a lot about a person though by the way they behave in a gym. What do you what do you mean? Like how much noise somebody makes when like they're grunting? lifting weights? Oh, okay. The grunting, how much how how conscientious they are of other people. Maybe so like, they're just weak and they can't help. I you know, I I don't even attempt to lift up a weight. What would happen? <laughs> fair, fair. Okay, so grunting while lifting Right, you can't control your body all the time. But like you can control how much time you spend on a certain piece of equipment. Okay. For example. Right. And so there are these people that I swear to you, they the entire time, the sixty odd minutes that we're there. Okay, don't brag. <laughs> have monopolized a single piece of workout equipment. Got it. Do you see me hovering? Do you see me hovering? I'm hovering because I'm interested in using that piece of equipment. Okay. Uh, So there's no one at the park, but the people at the gym are just pissing you off for using (laughs) the equipment. For using the equipment, yeah. So I I myself did a little bit of lifting and grunting this past week. I lifted my suitcase into the overhead compartment of an airplane uh, twice, in fact. Where were you going? We were in New York. The guys did Kelly and Ryan and Fallon. It was their eighth oh time on Fallon, which is what? insane. I had emailed so uh, cool. the producer that we usually work with, and I was uh, the subject line said like "excited for the sixth time?" question mark And she was like, "It's actually <laughs> the eighth time." And I was like, "Mind blown! That's a lot of times wow. in the past." I think it's. I think the first time was eight years ago. So it's like a. It's become an annual thing, I, I guess. But we were there for. About 48 hours. It was a whirlwind situation. I don't know if I grunted as I lifted my suitcase, but uh, <laughs> I have business stories. There's there's nothing exciting that I have stories about, but like, what? so, okay. So it's been I'm sorry. A, Jimmy Fallon and Kelly and Ryan well, are pretty exciting that, people. It's exciting, but like, you go, go watch those clips. That's the exciting part of those things. Um, okay. 
the reality of the situation is that we had multiple meetings that we are also going to uh, in between the appearances and, and the following day. And, you know, I think I think a good portion of my time, people may not know, involves meetings and calls and not things that are that fun. But when you're in New York City and you're sitting at these like board tables and people are wearing suits, it's like a different kind of meeting. Sure. And I had a little mishap <laughs> involving nuts uh, in one of the meetings where I it was an early morning meeting and, uh, I, you know, I had like some espresso and a couple pieces of dried fruit that I had brought along with me. And then we went to this meeting and I was thinking to myself, that seems like an appropriate thing to have before a meeting. You'll be fine. But the thing about me is if my stomach is empty, it it growls very, very loudly. And so the producers on GMM actually know when it's quote, pistachio time on set because they can hear my stomach growling and I have to go up and like get pistachios is what I usually get to fill my stomach. That sounds like the loudest thing to have on set. To have on set. Well, there's some separation uh, so that that I'm not heard. But um, so I had my book bag with me like off to the side and I knew that in my book bag I had nuts But this is, like, a fairly small room. There's only, like, five people. And we're going through, like, a PowerPoint presentation. And my stomach starts growling. And I'm, like, now all I can think about is the etiquette of the room. My stomach is growling. These people are wearing suits. It's a very intimidating situation. And I have a choice. I can either let my stomach growl even louder. And it is, like, monstrous. Like, it is unacceptable how loud my stomach growls. Or I can Right now somehow, I'm thinking, like, it's like a Vitamix. I, yes. Know, like, <laughs> exactly like a Vitamix. Uh, or I can, like, reach for the nuts. And mm-hmm. I know that if I just get a handful of nuts, I won't growl. So there's a couple of false starts that I have. You won't growl. I won't growl. And (laughs) there's a couple of like reach for the bag, but no, 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 don't eat the nuts situations before I convince myself like you need to eat the nuts, girl. And so like I pick like a a particularly loud slide (laughs) and I like reach and I get a handful of nuts out of my bag and no one says anything. I'm like, should I mention that I'm having nuts? Like, is there a fun joke I can slip in about me having nuts? But no, I don't mention it. And my stomach stops growling and I've, clearly eaten nuts in front of everyone and no one said anything and then we get out of the meeting and I was like guys I'm really sorry that I the, the, that the nut thing happened and of course both Rhett and Link are like we saw the nuts we saw that you were eating the nuts we didn't know if there was anything to say about the nuts we think it's okay that you ate the nuts but it was just one so of they, those, they like, were also <laughs> racking their brain for a nut joke at the I, same time no I think it was just like we all don't normally go into those situations so they were like I don't know maybe the nut thing was okay so the nut thing was fine but it, another mishap that I had in a, in a business sense earlier was we had an external conference call and I accidentally said the C word and I what? can't even say what the C word is because I find it to be so bad and I'm not British. It was not, it was awkward and I didn't mean to say it, but I was in the middle of a really great speech and I was trying to say the word content. But oh I, my gosh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were hungry again and, <laughs> and it just came out. Mm, uh, oh, no. <laughs> no. Bad. Uh, no. And I said it and I quickly corrected myself, but it was out there. I could see I could see everyone's face. I could see everyone registering that I just had said it, but no one wanted to, you know, call it out because we don't right. have that relationship with this external team I was talking to. Um, and uh, I just have to live with the fact that I said the C word. <laughs> Speaking of C words, <laughs> today's <Yeah>. episode. <laughs> What's going on, girl? <laughs> well, okay. So we've touched on in past episodes, I think, some of the themes that led us to this episode. You know, we've talked about kind of us being good girls in a lot of ways. Um, for me, we've talked about me being closeted in high school, but we didn't really get into, you know, the relationships that I had that weren't uh, secret. Um, and we've touched on as well, you know, the expectations that were on both of us, but but a lot of the expectations that were on you and kind of how that led to your 
lack of dating life in a lot of ways because it wasn't <laughs> something that was necessarily allowed. But today, I think that we figured we'd dive into more specifics in the world of relationships and dating and, and sex because there was so much stuff going on. I just think that we we both had different touch points for it. For instance, I think all of my touch points are very um, performative, right? Like mm. the relationships that I had with, uh, I was going to say gentlemen, but boys <laughs> in high school were all for show. It was all a right. facade to try and okay. hide the reality of what was behind the scenes. I am interested in learning more <laughs> about this because I, I did interested. feel like the guys you dated were kind of random. E- okay. It Here's didn't the thing. make a lot of sense to me. Here's the thing. They weren't random because I did the really fucked up thing of going, who are my friends talking about that they like or have interest in? Because that's who I should like or have interest in. Really? Yes. It's so messed up. But the because I think in my mind, I was like, listen, I don't give a shit about any of these guys. I can't. I mean, of course, everyone can tell, like, who's an attractive person person but like I was just like I don't actively want to date any of these people but like if my friends think this person is cool or they want to date this person then it indicates to me that this person is dateable I'm not saying this was the right thing to do I shouldn't have even dated anyone and I feel kind of bad for the guys that I did date and right. you know you you know one <laughs> I don't really feel bad for the Sorry. one dude that you know this is really funny this is like you were like who which guy can help me mask my lesbianism and how can i also lose a friend how can i also lose a friend in the process i never (laughs) lost okay so so i think you you obviously know about the guy that i dated senior year and we can we can talk about that but what i don't think you know and or maybe you don't remember is the guy I dated my junior year, who I also had my first kiss with. Was he at Grimsley? No, because remember I went to Israel for a period of time my junior year oh. for like half the year. And this was a guy that I met in that program. And mm. the other girls that were with me from Grimsley, who were a grade older than I was. Oh, I had no idea you went on this semester abroad with other people you knew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I went. Okay, so this was an international romance. Well, okay, let me start at the beginning. So I went went to this, um, you know, Semester Abroad in Israel program, and there were a number of other high school students who were there. Most were, I think most were seniors because I was junior and I was a year younger. And they were from all over, I believe, all over the United States. I don't think it extended to to different different countries. Oh, my God. I just said the C word now. I did not hear it. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> That's all I can think about. Um. Anyway, so there was this one dude that was there, and the the group of ladies uh, that I um knew from Grimsley who were with me were like, "Oh my god, he's so cute." And he's so sweet. And he was like an okay looking guy, I think. Like he he had I remember he had like really pretty blue eyes and then then just looked like a dude. I don't know. I don't know how to describe dudes. They you know what I mean? He was dudely. On a one to ten scale level of attractiveness. Well, he had like a little bit of a maybe maybe like a slight nerd vibe maybe okay. like a, a kind of um like an rei thing going on you know what okay. i mean okay a re- little hippie-ish a little hippie-ish outdoorsy he had curly uh was he from Colorado? light brown hair he was from atlanta oh my god yeah so he's he could be listening because we're because we're broadcasting <laughs> in atlanta um so um and his name was dean which also for me as a high schooler 
I was obsessed with Gilmore Girls. Gilmore I was a Dean girls. girl. I was a Dean girl because I didn't understand that uh, Jess was clearly the hotter one and that people yeah. were more into him. But I thought okay. Dean was like the nice one who wouldn't touch you. And that's what I was into. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I remember this very clearly, my my first real kiss, because... You know, we had our own rooms. It was like a kind of a bad dorm. And there was a like wall of closets in like our shared space that I shared with my roommates. And my parents had shipped, uh, it was Hanukkah. So they shipped like eight little presents because, you know, for Hanukkah every night you Mm -hmm. open a present. Uh, Mom and dad, if you're still listening, those were the days, huh? Haven't gotten those eight presents in a while. <laughs> just one. Um, just one will do. Also, oh my God, I hope you're not listening because I just said the C word earlier and I'm going to talk about kissing boys and oh I just don't gosh. want you to listen. Anyway. Also, our parents are definitely listening. My mom mentioned something the other day that alluded to the fact she was listening. It, she was upset about something I said about the puppet troop origin story <laughs> or something. And, and she was like, I only listened to that part. And then I was thinking about it and I was like, where did that part hit in the thing that was not – I don't really right. understand nope. how you could have just listened to that. I'm gonna, They are listening. No. I'm going to pretend that they're not listening. I'm pretending that you're not listening, Mom. Um, so I went to this closet that had uh, one of the gifts in it, and he had followed me in. That's the thing about boys. They fucking – follow you everywhere they're just everywhere they just want to oh god um anyway (laughs) so uh i had opened the gift and then he like leaned in to give me a kiss which thinking about it it's like it wasn't a gift from him why the heck was he giving me a kiss after opening my my parents gift was it food maybe he wanted some of what you had That, yeah, been that was it. Dean. That's why he was following me around. <laughs> and I am sorry, Dean. It is on me. It is not on you. But it was a terrible kiss. It. I guess I didn't understand at that time how to kiss, what a mm-hmm. kiss was for. Like, I just, like, I checked it off the list. I was like, this is something that needs to be done. It's disgusting. I don't want to do it with you, but right, I think I, this I, is what need supposed to break to be done. down. <laughs> I really need to break down the kiss, itself? the mechanics of this kiss. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So one was it lip to lip, lip to tongue, tongue to tongue, teeth to teeth. Okay, have you seen? I don't know if you've seen this TikTok thing going around where there's a specific way that women put on chapstick. And then there's a specific way that dudes put on chapstick. <laughs> Have you seen this? No, but I'm just thinking about my husband so, doing it. Exactly. So, so when so you different. put on chapstick, you like, yeah, you go, you kind of like go for each lip like nicely. Mm-hmm. And it looks like nice that you've put on chapstick that way. And that's just how right. women put on chapstick. And when a dude puts on chapstick, he makes like a puckery any hole yeah. with his freaking <laughs> lips. And then he like just like takes the chapstick like it's like a crown and he's a kindergartner and shoves it in that's what this kiss was like that's what like it was okay forceful i can't even answer was it lip tongue teeth it was all those things like at one time okay so you guys kissed and then and then did you say anything to him he it unclear to me if he too was like this is terrible i feel like not. I think that he was probably like, this is awesome. He didn't talk like that. I I mean, he was, he talked like an REI guy, like, uh, I don't know. So then we were like kind of dating, I guess. Like, mm. it, you know, like you didn't really have formalized conversations like that in right. high school, but like you were, go- you were going out. Yeah. Like we were, we were like kind of a thing, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, I got a lot of pats on the back from from the girls who also thought that he was really cute. And I was like, OK, great. Dean in the Dean in the bank. Um, pats on the back and daggers <laughs> in the back. <laughs> no, they they they, they were, happy, were for happy for me. Yeah. OK, great. Then flash forward, we're back in the States and he lives in Atlanta and we're in Greensboro and he's like keeping <laughs> in touch States. with me. And I think this was a, probably an AIM situation, an AIM situation. Oof. Like, yes, you know, I'm that's, already into it because, mm-hmm. you know, you couldn't like T9 text this situation out. Like it took forever no. to like click through to the, you know, no one was texting at no. this time. It was expensive. Uh, that too. There was no unlimited <laughs> plan. 
so he somehow, he was going to come visit. And I think it was for some dance. I, I'm, I think that I took him to maybe a dance at some point. No, no? I do not remember. Okay. Wait, okay. I'm sorry. A guy that you dated in high school was going to travel on a plane to your home and ostensibly stay in your home no, to go I'd to a No, I'd stay in my home. I think he stayed with... He was going to book a hotel. I don't know who he stayed with. He must have had like a guy friend in town or something. Yeah, girl. That's a big deal. Yeah, the kiss was bad, but this is good, girl. You fly fly all the way up. Or maybe he drove. Maybe he drove five hours. Who knows? I could care less. I don't have any memory of the hardship for him just for myself. (laughs) And I remember when he came up, one, I was like openly not excited about him uh traveling up and i remember my mom right. saying something after i came out that she was like yeah you always seem to be really bothered by the guys that you were dating or mm. had some kind of relationship with and i was like yeah mom i was they mm, follow mm-hmm. you everywhere mom and <laughs> i remember there was some kind of sleeping bag situation there was some kind of like sleepover at someone's house and he was there and he was next to me and and we had to kiss because that's what we had to do. And I am telling you, just like terrible, like terrible, mm. more chapstick kissing. Mm. Um, and uh, anyway, I don't remember how that ended. I was probably me saying like, I need to focus on I mean, my school work and you live too far away for this long distance relationship. I don't know. It wasn't real. It, we wow. didn't really have a relationship. And can I ask about your parents? No. <laughs> I want to know, like, how how did they feel about you dating somebody? Was See, that, were there any, like, rules or any any issue they had with it? No, because I think I think they kind of knew, like, I think they kind of knew that I was gay or I wasn't into Mm. the situation and that I would police myself, you know? Like, I think they were like, oh, this could be, you know, not not great that she's dating a guy, but, like, and also I think they trusted me that, like, I wasn't Mm going to, you know, do anything stupid. But we also just never really talked about that stuff. Like, I was never comfortable talking with my parents about, relationships or who I liked. And I think maybe part of it was because I was closeted and gay and I certainly wasn't going to talk about that with my parents. But I also, that's just not the relationship that we had. There wasn't, there wasn't a lot of discussion about who do you have a crush on? Who are you going with to this dance? And and I don't remember that for my sister necessarily either. And even into adulthood, we just don't, talk about that kind of thing Mm -hmm. it's like your parents just aren't interested in your life (laughs) (laughs) if you're listening mrs levine that was a joke (laughs) you're a great mom (laughs) wow boundaries they had such boundaries i don't know what it was i think it, it it might be like a touch of that kind of conservative Mm-hmm. nature too because I also don't remember ever getting a, the sex talk or anything like that like yeah. I don't think that was broached ever mm-hmm. um, so I think it was it just a little bit of old school parenting in that way and I think it, okay. it was a little bit of just being a little conservative um, mm-hmm. but also I I clearly didn't like these guys and so I don't think my parents were like don't th- take things too far because they were like she she's gay <laughs> I wonder if some of this could have had to do with like if they knew you were gay, but nobody was talking about it. That's what I'm it. saying. That's what I'm saying. I wonder if they didn't talking about it meant that they would then have to talk about you being gay. Yes, I think so. But even today, I wouldn't like I after recording this episode, I wouldn't go and ask my mom that. It's just not the type of relationship. I, I could. We have. I could ask for you. Yeah. Can you AIM her? <laughs> Can you instant message my mom and uh, walk her she, through things? If she, if she takes her away message off, I would be happy <laughs> to. But she has kept that thing on for years. <laughs> it's Sophia Franklin, and if you don't already know, listen up. My mini-series is live now each and every Monday, and the only person missing is you. We're dating, we're dumping, we're learning, 
and we're tapping into all the feels that originally brought us together. Listen and follow Sophia with an F on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Certainly, you know, Hmm. the senior year situation because that took place in the States. The people I know also this bitch went to Israel once and then she comes back saying the States, the States. (laughs) (laughs) You only say the the United States States of America. If you spend significant time outside of the United States. I love it. Do you? Okay. I I think so. I mean, yes, I'm I'm super worldly. Um. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Grimsley Bay. I remember Grimsley Bay. Okay. Tell the people listening from your perspective. So I dated this guy my senior year for a very brief period of time. Just give your give your perspective on that. Um, yeah, you're making like a disgusted face, which is a good start. It is a good start. <laughs> no. And he probably not, is listening. Let's be real. It's less – it's a it's not – it's a confused face because when I said I, like the guys that you – went out with or liked or pretended to like. It was random because there was no theme. I guess you've revealed well, do you one of them. you remember multiples? Because I don't know if I do. Because It's you, guys that you chose to go to dances with, which we know now that they, they weren't were guys friends. you liked. Exactly. Yeah. But they were guys that you were somewhat associated with, right? And in those yeah. days, like, we were not nuanced in our relationships. <laughs> We're talking about our relationships with the opposite sex, right? So they were all like a potential, and everyone and that else's is eyes. so interesting. Yeah, I yeah. I just thought like we're friends, so we'll go to this school dance we'll together. Go to the and school there dance. won't be any yeah. pressure. So this person that you dated, he didn't make sense to me at all because you guys had such a different sense of personality and humor and interest and look and (laughs) religion and there was I mean you picked the person that was least like you yeah I think he was also very religious wasn't he oh yeah he He was really into it maybe it was like this long-term conversion plan to get me saved I love that for you yes but no he he, it was just like you were so masochistic now that i think about it because that was the last person you should have dated given who you were well okay so do you remember older friend number three the name is familiar so she was one of my friends that was in the grade above us and she was friends with all the girls that i went to israel with and like part of that friend group that i was very close with at the time the same okay. friend group that the, the the girl that I had like a, a relationship with um yeah. was in this friend group as well. And um she in particular had a crush on this guy that I dated my senior year. And this is she should have just crushed me. Like she should have just mm. been like, you know, we're over, we're not friends anymore. I can't believe you're dating this guy. Cause that was a situation that would have helped you. <laughs> that, yeah. No, because I I'm I'm she is somebody that I actually from time to time do text with and talk to and really, really love a lot. And we No, it would have helped you end the relationship with beard number one sooner. Oh, if she was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and and I think that we unpacked this like years ago when when we were talking about it and I apologized and kind of explained, hey, the only reason I dated him was because I got the signal from you that like he was someone worth dating. I also don't mm. know why the hell she would have dated him because she's so cool and funny. Was he mean to you? Was he like No, he he was very sweet. Except for when I broke up with him, he told everyone he thought that I was a lesbian. Oh that wasn't very what? sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember this. Yeah. But I don't think anyone believed him because clearly I'm not. <laughs> so older friend number three. And I kind of I believe I if I haven't apologized to her, I know she's listening right now and I didn't give a shit about that guy. I'm sorry that I dated him. Anyway, so... You're so, you're so good at apologies, by the way. I can't <laughs> wait to receive one from you and hate you for the rest of my life. No, I, I think we already <laughs> talked about it. So this guy, I think, I think obviously had a crush on me. I got the signal that he was somebody worth dating. I started you dating him. Crush on him. And the dating was less like we're going to go on dates and more like he would just freaking show up at my house after school. 
Like, he would just be at my house after school. And I was like, we didn't discuss this situation. <laughs> I am annoyed of, that you exist. I would like uh. to just pretend that I'm going out with you at school as his facade, but not bring it into reality. Right, and right. he would, there'd always be some kind of like sports game on that like he wanted to watch with me. And I was like, listen, I don't like boys and I don't like sports in this situation. Wow. Keeping me away from homework, which I do like more than you and whatever sports game is on. But it was like, I think that's what people were doing when they dated back then. Like it was yeah. like sports watching to, and mm-hmm. at their house. Going so to I was like, uh, I remember like he would, we would be on the couch and he'd have his arm around me watching whatever sports game. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, God. It was terrible. Did your grades suffer? <laughs> The oh. semester you dated him? <laughs> no. Also, after I came back from uh, being abroad, uh, I didn't. I didn't really care that much because that's what ruined my grades. And by ruined my grades, oh. I mean got got a couple bees in there. <laughs> so I remember some chapstick kissing with him. Not as bad as the dean situation, I'll say. Okay. And then I remember a particularly awkward valentine's day and it's funny because the other day i heard this car driving by my house and they were blasting music and the song they were blasting was hey there delilah which i think we all remember yeah yeah it's a funny song to blast out your car door in 2022 car door that's not what i meant you know what i mean (laughs) Well, this connects to the Valentine's Day story okay, because on Valentine's Day, I came home and he wasn't there. Oh, thank God. <laughs> but I love this idea that he would be there without you. Uh, he he just sometimes he would. Sometimes he would. What? And he because he, he was like that type of guy, too, who like tried to have a relationship with my parents. Like oh, he was that, that nice guy mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now I feel bad. I feel bad for this poor you guy. Should. Who it's just, okay like, to feel bad. Wanted to have a girlfriend. <laughs> and I remember yeah. my sister, like, I walked in the door and my sister was kind of like, I don't think you're going to like this. Is okay. like, she kind of gave me that, that look and maybe even right. said that. And I was like, I don't know what that means. And I walked upstairs to my room. And like, when I got up to the top of the stairs, I could hear. Hey there, Delilah, like playing out into the hallway. And then I walked into the room and there was like a teddy bear on the bed and like flowers and like the speaker playing Hey There, Delilah and like a card that was like Happy Valentine's Day, something sweet. Um, Yeah. And I, instead of being like, oh, this is so sweet, I was like, ah! I was like, eh, oh God, like, mom, someone's broken in. I was like, this has gone too far. And I think shortly thereafter, I broke up with him because I was like, everything about the situation, I don't like. And you just right. took it, it just to the next level and really right. it ruined Hey There Delilah for me, which I <laughs> liked as a song up until that point. But now I associate it with that yeah. moment. With like forced upon affection yeah oh gosh. how dare he try and be sweet and and have a romantic you situation. said there were flower there were flowers or there were flower petals i don't think there were flower petals i think that would have been too sexy okay, that, that would have him. not good been christian him. of him okay he, he yes, needed to stick yes. with what young life i really him. like that he stuck to flowers because the flower petals you're right it's just like in an invitation it's like follow the right mm. yellow brick road <laughs> where these flower petals <laughs> yellow brick road <laughs> Yes, Wizard of Oz yeah. is a sexy ass movie. Wow. Okay. So yeah, so those were my main like going out with mm-hmm. dating mm-hmm. stories. And there's Gosh. nothing there's nothing sexual about either one of those things. At least for me, there was nothing sexual uh, right. about about dating either one of those guys. I I wonder about people for whom dating was a sexual thing, though, because like, oh, gosh, already this idea of dating in high school to me was foreign for a number of reasons, right? Off limits for a number of reasons. But the idea of there being like a potential sexual interaction to me was, ah, what? (laughs) 
Same girl. Same. <laughs> but people were having sex in high school. It which blows my mind because none of our friends were were doing it. None no, of our and, immediate friends. And to this day, none of us have done it. Yeah, which it's, is just yeah. <laughs> and and yeah, yeah, that's very true. That's very true, Mom. <laughs> do you remember when sexy Lexi had sex? No. Why? How do you remember that? You weren't like in in a girls group with her, were you? No. <laughs> no. This had she did not confide in me. I was not there when it happened, but I have this movie-like scene in my head where there was some rumor going around school that she and football boy had sex. They were dating each other very seriously through um, in school, and somebody said, like, they did it. Remember, that's how we also <laughs> talked about it. They did it. Oh, that's also when people started saying things like they hooked up. And yeah, I was always that was like, confusing. Wait, I like don't make out hookup or sex hookup. I thought that it was. <laughs> I initially thought hookup was make out, but then I thought it was like other stuff that wasn't sex. That was my understanding. Is that it wasn't? We didn't use hookup as in have sex. We used it as in did everything else. I think as people got more mature and experienced. They started using hookup as the catch-all. Okay. And that's where it got confusing com- for me because anytime somebody said hookup, I'm like, already the kiss is pretty tantalizing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay. So you- Rumor shared okay. that they did it. And I I was, you know, super, I guess, naive, you could say, because- my mind was going in t- so many different directions for like, what does this mean for her? How will she change? Um, how will he change? Like, how are they managing it? Right. So when was this, like, by the way? Was this senior, senior year? year? I think is our senior year. So I which remember is walking. also like not scandalous at, at no, all. Yeah, not at all. I think it's pretty average actually. Yeah. yeah. Right. But we're walking across the breezeway between the math building okay. and the main building. And I see her walk by and she looks pretty cool. She's got her Abercrombie jeans on, those nice New Balance shoes, probably like yes. a collared shirt. She looks really cute, straightened hair. And I see her walk by and I literally, I'm like this. For those of you who are only <laughs> listening to our podcast, Nagin is following her with her full head turning as she walks by. No, because were I you was, looking for like? I was looking for like signs. Her of vagina change. was blowing in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> she was all of a sudden a woman. I think I was. I had so many questions, and I was also disturbed that I knew. Mm. It felt wrong that I had this information. But you didn't approach her. No, I did no. not ask her. I did not fact check the rumor with her. Got it. But I think we pretty we know we know. <laughs> And it makes, again, it makes sense. They were in a serious relationship and da-da-da-da. But even if it wasn't true, that moment was such a like, okay, Freddie Prince Jr. is about to walk around the corner and high-five her. Heck yeah. You know? Oh, I they've know. they've done it. They've done it. They've yeah, up. Freddie Prince Jr. would pop up on, on high school campuses across uh, the states uh, <laughs> high-fiving uh, people who had just had sex. For those of you who need more context. <laughs> So there's one story that I have that is like a little bit more sexual that you also don't know about, I don't think. Okay. Art school boy. Um, Art school boy had an older brother who, in terms of if we're going back to the attractive scale, he was towards the 10 on the attractive scale. There was no REI. There was no nerdiness. And also like had like a little bit of a feminine thing going like he was like pretty Mm -hmm. he was like a pretty pretty guy but i also knew that he probably you know dated a bunch of or or hooked up with a a bunch of girls or whatever i went over to art school boy's house for a sleepover and already just geez your parents were so nice but he was gay it doesn't matter oh it doesn't matter he could still slip up um (laughs) and i was even allowed to do a sleepover oh (laughs) 
<laughs> oh yeah, but this is my this is my senior year, you know, and I'm probably 18 at this point too. It's like if I can't go sleep over at my gay best friend's house, like what can you do at 18, you know? Um, and and then actual crush was there as well. And I think I was at this point in that clandestine relationship where I was like, oh, well, if you don't want to make the move, I'm going to show you all the other people who would or like there was like I think there was like a me trying to make her jealous situation. Mm -hmm. And one, of course, it worked because, of course, she was jealous of any of those things. But but I think the vocalization of that jealousy was too hard to muster. But anyway, so we're sleeping over at art school boy's house. And I'm very vocal about I'm going to sneak upstairs and I'm going to hook up with your brother. <gasps> and I was <gasps> solely doing this to make her jealous, like okay. I said. Um, but I also knew that his brother... Probably wanted to make out with me, and I was like, I mean, I know it's not going to go any farther than that, and I should probably get some makeouts under my belt. I'm going off to right. college, you know. And so I did. So I went upstairs. And, so practical. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, strategic. And uh, we started to make out in his room. His grandmother walked into the room. Oh. <laughs> his grandmother no. walked into his bedroom as we're making out and uh and it was very awkward and uh and I went back downstairs. But the moral of the story is if you are secretly seeing a closeted straight girl just go make out with a cute boy upstairs and it will um spice spice things up for you and by spice things up i mean we still never kissed or anything but she was <laughs> very jealous i will say he did not chapstick kiss so maybe that was the exit of the chapstick kiss era yeah. okay you graduated from yeah so i think that was an important uh lesson and yeah. Really was, yeah, because it wasn't a chapstick kiss, that was the only, like, semi-sexualized moment, I think, in my high school experience in that, in that way. Wow. So, you know, I'm sure people at school were talking about how I did it as well in my <laughs> New Balance. Didn't wear the Abercrombie, as we've discussed, but yeah. Gosh. So, back to this... Um, you're not allowed to go to sleepovers and you're not allowed to date yeah. thing. I think that, that that sent you down a different path and, you know, back to the kind of school dance of it all and, and me mentioning that I only went with friends. Mm -hmm. it, it, those those moments meant a lot more to you, I think, because that was one of the only times you were allowed to you know, explore a, quote, relationship with the opposite sex. Is that a fair interpretation? Yeah, I think that I think that's fair. My parents did not believe in high schoolers dating. In other words, I was not allowed to date. And okay? so was this something, was this a rule that, like, were you sat down and told that you're not allowed to date until you're in college or until you're out of our house, or my what dad was likes the... to joke that I could date after I got my PhD. Got it. Okay. Okay. So he would make that joke, but my parents never actually said, Negin, you're not allowed to date. And my parents were like, one, it's pretty common for like immigrant parents to have that stance, like you can't date because dating was not a thing, at yeah. least for them growing up. But they never said you can't date. Instead, they took a very like abstract mindfuck approach where they said, why would one date? It makes no sense. It's a distraction from your studies. It's a distraction from all the things that you're passionate about. Doesn't make sense to date. You don't have time for it. But I could. There was no like rule about hanging out with guys. My parents embraced me having guy friends and all of that. And so while I couldn't date guys, I could talk to them. And that meant that I got really good, I think, at talking to guys and like like the closest I could get to a relationship. Like as friends, like as as like you were like, I know I can befriend guys, so I will. And that's my outlet or or like I, I do have a crush on this guy, but 
we can only be friends and so we will be friends and I will cultivate that? Or was it also like you were allowed to say to your parents, like, he's my friend that I that I like? And they were like, okay, as long as you're not dating him? Like, what was the... Oh, absolutely not. No, everything was like guys and girls, guy friends, girlfriends, same thing. You have the same kind of relationship with them and it's just friendly, right? Okay. I knew instinctively not to share that I liked somebody. Okay. Right. A little bit more romantically. And so I didn't make friends with guys because I wanted there to be something. I made friends with guys because I wanted to have guy friends. Okay. But I felt like I had like a freedom to talk to guys because I knew that I could never have it be anything more serious than just talking. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. There's a maturity there, too, by the way, because I think that that's hard at that age to to think about it in that, hmm. in that sense. It was a forced, it was a, it was like a forced maturity, I guess, yeah. because yeah. that was it. And I mean, I, geez, it is funny because I, I feel like what ended up happening in some cases was that I was maybe more comfortable than the average girl at talking with mm-hmm. guys and getting to a really fun and familiar level. But it could have also been seen as me leading someone on because they assumed, oh, we're like really having a fun time talking. She must be interested. Did it ever get to that point where they expressed interest and you were like, oh, no, no, no. Like, we're just friends. My yearbook would suggest that. I think... I think, yeah, I I feel a little bit bad about it because I feel like I did give the impression that there was something more when it was just like, actually, the something more was I really liked you and I could just be comfortable with just liking you as a friend. As a person. Right. Whereas other girls knew that like, "Mm, if I like you, we can go to the dance together, hook up, be boyfriend, girlfriend, go to each other's houses. I'm like, nope, none of that is happening for me. Yeah, (laughs) Watch sports, have a Valentine's Day surprise planned for me in my bedroom, (laughs) (laughs) but maybe with rose petals. So anyway, I got really like what to this day for me, I mean, until I married my husband, the thing that was most exciting for me in dating was the banter. And the most important thing is what's our conversation like? Well, that's true. That's true, period. Like what your relationship is like with the person aside from, you That's know. true. But I could get a sense of that very quickly because yeah. I <laughs> I was so well-practiced at it. Yeah, yeah. I had a lot of self-restraint, I think, because See, I could stay in that banter phase for a long time. Okay, when it comes to your like crushes in high school, did you go to dances with people that you actually liked? Because we talked about the drinking dance situation. You said that that was the case for that particular guy. But was that the case for all the guys that or some of the guys that you went to these dances with? And also they asked you to the dances. So the the, it was like a mutual situation. Mm. Yeah. So Some of the dances I definitely went with people that I was excited about. Some of them, no, it was just like, whatever, you know, whatever. It's just like, we got to go to the dance. (laughs) My group of friends, my group of friends isn't going as a group of girls. Everybody's taking a date. So it was practical. We know that that Stephanie is really into her date and she can't (laughs) be bothered to go with her friends. But my, oh gosh, there was one guy, I had a huge, oh my God, Stevie, I had such a crush on this guy, soccer boy. Oh, he was on the soccer team. He had one of those like shaggy haircuts that he would always go like this. Oh, he had a swoop? He had a MySpace swoop? swoop. I, that name sounds familiar, but I'm like picturing it as like a 90s sitcom star for some reason. Is there like a celebrity (laughs) with it, with that name as well? I would love to be able to picture this this guy this guy it, it dark dark brown hair uh, or no. like blonde hair or More dirty blonde dirty blonde swoop dirty blonde soccer player so- really good soccer player he was really smart okay oh my gosh i had such a crush on him and i can't remember how we were first introduced but he was an upperclassman and also my sister knew his brother they were in mm. the same class four years earlier. And so I felt like somehow he was vetted. <laughs> so we got to know each other and we spent a lot of time on AIM. 
chatting, okay. which was like mm, a jam. Did you? What was your screen name, by the way? I'm scared to say it because I thought I think someone can like hack me or something. <laughs> I don't know. Well, mine it was Twinkling Eight. Yes, I remember that. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Twinkling because I went to a Girl Scout camp once and <laughs> what I got an award. I got an award that said most twinkling smile. Okay, so that was twinkling, and then. <laughs> The number eight, because that was my soccer jersey. Sure, and you were a known soccer player, yes. Because <laughs> I'm actually a big odd number fan, but eight, I got it once, and then, you know, consistency is important. So anyway, so we would spend time on AIM, and I would just like, oh, I would just wait for his away message to go off for him to come back for us to chat, and he was, it was just such fun back and forth. There so was like an that. engaging conversation there with swoosh yeah. hair soccer player man? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh my okay. gosh, we engaged. Okay. It was great. And so he asked me to the prom, and I guess you guys weren't go. We oh, weren't I'm sorry. All going I because- guess you guys weren't going to the prom because you weren't invited. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't our year to go. Yeah. We could only go, I guess, as a junior or senior. And so when he asked, I got really nervous because mm. it felt like, oh, this is You wouldn't have wrong. any of your friends. I wouldn't there. have you guys there. Yeah. This would be I would be by myself. And somehow my my sister convinced my parents to let me go. Because my parents were also like, dances. What is this business of like going with a guy? Like, like what? I have are you to guys be there married? as part of the student council to show yeah. my support. They're like, do what your sister did and go with a group of girls. Why can't you just do that? I'm like, no. So we go and we have a great time. It's at the Star Mount Country Club. Mm. And then we go out to take a break and we sit on sit on the curb and we're chatting, having a good back and forth. And I just know, oh my God, I think he's about to kiss me. Like this is a moment but then homewrecker comes <laughs> and ruins it. She completely oh ruins God, the moment. You had me on the edge of my seat. I was like, and then, and then what happened with swoosh hair? And I remember homewrecker because she you would didn't. ruin your moment. She had a ruin your what moment you face. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember her that well. Okay, but not a bad, not a bad takeaway. Um, So that moment was completely ruined. Does she have a crush on him? I don't know. Are they just friends and she just happened to go outside? Yeah, I think they were friends. But was there a lean in? Was there like a was the music swelling in the background? And you're like, ah, we were sitting side to side. Okay. Oh, we were man. sitting side to side, and she butts her head right in the middle. And you know what? She probably saved me, too, mm. because I think I'm not really sure I would have gone for the kiss, even if he came in. Because one again, once again, we're at a school function. There are administrators everywhere. And two, like you, I was always thinking multiple steps ahead. If we kiss, then this means that we're dating. I am not really allowed to date. And so how does it, how is this going to even uh, okay, work? Okay. So why would we even go down this thing? So I was always about like living on just before, living on the edge. Yeah, same, same. <laughs> of, what, of what could happen. Um, I just didn't know how to like navigate. And you know what's weird? I Did you know that I couldn't date? Not really, because again, like it's not something that any of us were really doing or talking about. Like I, I... For some reason, dating beard number one for my senior year stands out to me as something that I was doing that none of our other friend group was necessarily doing. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, But I didn't think it was like you weren't allowed to date so much as mm-hmm. that you, like you said, like you, it was a distraction for you or you weren't super interested in it. And I don't yeah. remember us talking too much about like having a crush on people and or I think maybe I tuned it out. Because I knew, <laughs> I knew that I didn't, I was incapable of having those feelings for a guy. So maybe it was like one of those things that I was like, oh, I don't want to acknowledge that this is a possibility right. because it only furthers the fact that I'm gay, something I don't want to deal with right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so so shut no, it, it shut doesn't. that conversation down. I think I was embarrassed that I couldn't date. So you didn't share that openly. So I didn't share it, which is... <sighs> I don't know exactly how to what that means, but I remember that like 
it would get to like with him, like he asked me to do so many things and I would make up excuses. And all of my excuses were like, oh, you mean you didn't tell him too that you couldn't date? Exactly. I, I wouldn't it. admit it to anyone that I wasn't allowed to date. So I was like, oh, I have homework. I have a family thing. I am have a charity event. <laughs> I have a, I became really great at the excuse. And I wonder if I could have, what would have happened if I just said, I'm not allowed to date. Yeah. But okay. So I do remember, I, I don't, I, you know, the conversations aren't vivid for me about yeah. the, the crush of it all. But I do remember you having a crush on and or going to a school dance with prom date, right? Okay. I did not have a crush on him, but we did go to prom, senior prom. And he did he have a crush on you? I thought there was something. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. He was a friend for like all of high school. And <laughs> I remember being a little bit, a little bit mad at him. Mm. about asking me to prom because prom was my last opportunity to explore anything close to a relationship, (laughs) (laughs) senior prom. And it was also the era of like Laguna Beach promposals. Do you remember that? Okay. The grand gesture where people would like show up with signs or balloons or some, some amazing way of asking you to prom. And there were some versions of that at Grimsley. And so I was like, mm, maybe something like that could happen to me. Who knows? <laughs> and the closest thing I got to that was prom date asking me to prom like two months before anyone else had prom <laughs> on their mind. <laughs> he locked you down. He locked me down. And I remember just being upset that he took away any option. Right. I think I would have been happy going to prom with him. Wanted to go with? Maybe. I don't know. I just remember that like being like, can't you just ask me on the normal schedule so I don't feel forced? Well, and also he was so squarely a friend that you didn't really have interest in that it kind of took like the romantic nature out of it. Even though at the time you knew that he maybe had feelings for you. And I think that's what makes it hard is when you know somebody has feelings for you. Well, gosh, that was your entire experience in high school, I guess. But that's hard because then you're like constantly like, am I doing anything that gives them the signal that I want to do more? And at that time, purely just being nice to someone was like being nice to a guy was like giving them the signal that you were interested well in, there you in go them. there's my there's my yearbook as a sign of that like, <laughs> yeah. <"Geez."> <laughs> so we go to the dance and I think right before he um he injures himself playing soccer and so he is in this white jacket uh like cream colored jacket he looks sharp but he uh has a boot <laughs> he has a boot on <laughs> And so you're he's like, like God damn it. You asked me yeah. two months in advance and now you're wearing a freaking boot. Get your <laughs> shit together, man. Uh, so it didn't really, nothing exciting really happened with him. But you know what? Years later, he ended up dating one of my best friends in Paris. Mm-hmm. Not not in the States. Not in the States. Also, I will say, I, I don't know if he's listening, but uh, he's he's actually a super cool He's doing some cool shit. Yeah, yeah. I am so proud of him. He's like owning the jeans denim space in the North Carolina area. Yeah, he 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 has some cool stuff going on, and uh, and we we DM from time to time because you do. Yeah, I like I like the stuff that he makes. Well, prom date. If you're listening, I'm so glad that you got to meet my friend in Paris. I'm sorry it didn't work out between the two of us, but um, I would like to say if you're listening. Nagita deserves a a promposal. <laughs> so get your shit together. <laughs> and maybe that's why I'm salty about it. Yeah, and let just let Zach know that maybe you might be receiving like a dramatic promposal in the, in the mail or something. Yeah. And it's just platonic. But I think yeah. that we're really giving him an opportunity to make things up to you. Thank you so much, Stevie. You're being <laughs> such a good friend. And prom date. I'm living in Atlanta. If you need my address, Stevie can provide it to you. But like, it doesn't have to be anything too fancy. Memorable, no, actually, fancy. I think it does. <laughs> I think it specifically does have to be a fancy prom proposal. Do you think it could be jeans? <laughs> 
Now you're thinking practically. Now you're just like, I could use I a new like, pair of nice jeans. I think my sizing, my bottom sizing is complicated, you know, with the butts oh. and the hip. Well, he makes custom custom wear. So okay, I think it'll be okay. I think it'll be fine. Okay, I'm expecting a DM in my um inbox or prom date. If you want to reach me, just hashtag gay grimsley on Twitter. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that we've unpacked quite a bit in the yeah. lack of sex area, but the general <laughs> relationship area. Oh, God. Heaven forbid we talk about these topics as we progress through life, because uh, I have quite oh. a few stories uh, that. Uh, oh, who's bragging yeah, now? That bloom. <laughs> no, no. There's a, a guy named Chad involved, so there's no bragging. Yeah. Oh, it's just oh, it's just regrets. That's like a stereotype. It's regrets. Oh, um wow. and on that note, thanks for listening to Best Friends Back <laughs> All Right. And if you enjoy talking about uh wieners, this is my this is my forced segue. Please check out our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, every Wednesday, hosted by mythical chef Josh and Nicole, where they talk about the internet's most intriguing and hilarious food debates. I don't think they often talk about wieners. Uh, so if you actually are a wiener enthusiast, please don't take me at my word. You can catch brand new episodes every Friday of this show. Make sure to follow so you don't miss an episode. If you're enjoying the podcast, leave us a review. You can follow at Mythical Pods on TikTok for clips to share with family and friends. You can follow me at Nagin and Stevie everywhere at Stevie W. Levine. And of course, you can hear me every Monday through Friday on Good Mythical Morning with Brett and Link at YouTube.com slash Good Mythical Morning. I'll see you there and we'll probably talk about wieners. 